Hi, hello, everybody. Welcome to the second entry for the monologue diaries. Oh ho ho! This is off to a great start. For my standards, at least, because it's hard to be consistent if you're easily bored, and that's the type of person I am. So the topic for this entry is living alone、um, on your own, and I left my hometown when I was seventeen to go live in another city that was just like. That was just beside my hometown, but I can't really go back to my hometown and then go to another city to attend school. And so I I lived alone at seventeen, mostly because I didn't have any relatives in the city that I am currently living in. So it was fun. I was excited, like I said, being an introvert. It was great news. However, my mom she was very nervous for me to go and live alone because she thinks that I can't do anything by myself. But that's okay, I guess, because that's just how a mom is. Other than that, you have to stress where you're gonna live, how you're gonna budget. The allowance that was given to you.、Um, how are you gonna make friends? Oh my god, that was shitty. During that time, like that, the waiting time for school to start, it was really bad because I had to wait for a few days before、uh, I can go and attend a class. So I was thinking of ways to make friends, and oh my god. I, I,、uh, the, f- I just felt like it was dreadful. I wasn't used to socializing, especially in my hometown. So everything was a new experience. Definitely a very, very new experience that I had to go through, so I can learn from it, and then I can do better the next time. And for this, it was. Making friends on my own, without any connections prior to moving to the city that I'm in. But the good thing was I had、um, childhood friends that were my schoolmates, so it was comfortable going to the school,、um, touring the place with them in my group. Thank God. Because I would have been super awkward, especially when people around me were also the same. Like they grew up in the city, they went to the same school when they were children, and then they went to the same school that I did. But the problem is, they were in a group, like you know, more than more than seven. And I think that was like a disadvantage to making friends because everybody already knows everybody, so there wasn't like that feeling of urgency to make friends. So I was panicking on the inside, but on the outside, I was like smiling. I was like convincing myself that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Just. 
just use all your energy to be fun friendly approachable person and just don't give off desperate vibes <laughs> because i can feel that i was desperate too the second thing that i worried about living alone was the the allowance that i get it's like my first time receiving a big amount of money monthly allowance and i was like overwhelmed because i've never been able to manage that big of an amount allowance where okay here's your money you are the one who gets to choose how you're going to spend it so i was like oh my god i'm gonna buy everything that i want <laughs> so you know i did that and it was such a big mistake i was panicking because i didn't want to tell my parents like i spent it all so can you give me extra money there's no way in hell because i don't want to get my ass whooped for sure and obviously i want them to trust me in the future even more so so i had to play it out like oh my god i'm doing so well my money is still going to last me till the end of the month and they were so shocked and happy how how can i tell them like i actually bought 10 new phone cases and a rabbit mm, I, w I can't tell them that bro like seriously I'd rather not I'd rather starve than ask them for money so what I did to you know survive because because of my idiocy is I had to buy super cheap packs of food noodles canned foods and i didn't buy rice because i wasn't a rice eater but you know it would taste good if there were rice <laughs> however i had to just survive eating those food so it was all right rather than you know being honest with your parents because we don't want to be honest with our parents right right uh, so that i did and I learned a very valuable lesson and that lesson is to set your money aside when you get your monthly allowance so that you can spend it for me if I don't put my money aside I would spend it all if I did put my money aside I'd forget about it and I won't touch it so yeah I, I did that monthly but i saved it for the wrong reasons now that i think about it now that i'm 20 and i'm looking back i saved my money for the wrong reasons because i was saving it to buy something like what the fuck? you're saving it to buy something i mean it's okay so that you won't ask for your parents extra money and then they'll ask you what for what for mom i i don't want to tell you and then they're gonna say well i'm not giving you money unless you tell us what you're gonna use it for that's not really ideal for me so i guess you know it is 
um reasonable for me to save my money to buy something for myself but you know what i just everything that i bought it made me happy but not lasting it was kind of retail therapy we all had our issues and i i just went through a retail therapy session every saturday i just buy things online and i try to justify them by giving out reasons that i need this my life would be so convenient but it was more of a want i want this so i need to have this in order to calm the hunger because i'm hungry for something and it's not food i think it's happiness oh my god that's like so true anyways the third thing that i was like stressing over living alone was having a roommate because each room have like two beds and then that means you you gotta have a roommate and me being someone that is very private with this side of their life which is my personal life it's hard for me to say yes to a roommate so i asked my parents because in our culture it's really rare for the child to work early i can say like the children gets to work when they're done with their college but some students do work while they go to school and that's you know they're not really financially stable that's why i'm very blessed to have a financially stable family where they can fund me of things that i want to do things i want to pursue but it comes with a price of not really having your own privacy and again it connects to me not asking money extra money to buy things because they'll ask what for and they're gonna connect the dots and they're gonna tell me for example if i buy a rice cooker let's just use that as an example if i'm gonna ask like yo parents let me have money so i can buy a rice cooker and then they're just gonna say oh what rice cooker you want to have okay this one this one's so good for dorm life but then they're gonna say how about this one this one's so big and bulky and heavy but we want this for you we want you to buy this we want you to want this to buy this what <laughs> what we want you fuck it i don't know fuck it just do you understand what i'm trying to say like the parents want their child to have the same things that they want in life yes i got it so that's what i'm trying to say their dreams are being pasted in our lives like for example my parents wants me to be a doctor i have a i don't have a problem with that because i don't know what i want 
to do with my life so why not study it study in the meantime until i know what i want to be when i grow up because by then it's already crushed and i'm going to be studying to be a doctor and help other people survive in this horrible world this is very unrelated let's move on to the next one so like i said yeah in our dorm um building we have like two bedrooms at least each room has at least two beds and some rooms have three beds four beds i don't know because i was more of like i want this room which was like a two bed bedroom is that the right term is it is it i think we'll just have to go with it a two-person room a two-bed bedroom oh my god um so yeah and i begged my parents to rent the whole room so it was okay they were fine with it they felt like it was safer for me and i was ecstatic because i have a whole room all to myself and not have my privacy invaded by some other stranger because the girl that i was planning to be roommates was basically she had cold feet um we went to the school we enrolled together we took the entrance exam we all we all did that shit but then when it was time to um move i think i was the one who asked her or was she the one to tell me that she was not going to go through with it and that's why i had no roommate but you know what it was kind of like a blessing in disguise because i might be stressed even if the person with me was like a good childhood friend of mine i'd still be stressed that you know i'm not alone in this room i have to be mindful of what i do because like i said i talk to myself a lot and i enjoy that it feels like i'm giving myself therapy and i don't really trust other people to listen to me in a way that they are they are sincerely interested in listening because one they might be acting like oh my god that's so interesting two they might be forced even though they want to leave so i don't really want to feel that way that's why i opted out i opted out to socialize and here i am but you know what we had no hard feelings for each other she went to um college or like she went to senior high in our hometown and i just went to another city and after that during breaks so during summer breaks i go back to my house and then spend time with my childhood friends or my high school classmates it's really awkward when i say childhood friends because we don't label ourselves childhood friends it was more of like yeah we grew up together 
but we're friends. I feel like we're just scared of intimacy. We're that type of people. So during introductions, they were like, "Oh, you're from B City," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm from B City." And then they'd ask me a lot of questions, which I am so thankful because I <laughs> everyone was from the same city, but like I I think um. There was one guy from another city, so we were like the same. But he was a guy. He was like cool at like not being friends with everyone. So I was like like hyping myself up, like I can do this. I can do this. Go for it. Go for it. Ask them. Be funny, friendly, approachable. The FFP. That's what I believed in. I just made that up when I was like struggling and making friends. Okay, so background story: I went to the same school、um, from kindergarten to a tenth grade, and in that school, it's like a close knit community, so everyone knows each other. So everything I knew about everything was from there. I guess you could say I was a little. Innocent, but not really, because during my,、um, I guess you could say,、uh, elementary days, I was starting to be like a little troublemaker, and、um, teachers don't really like that, do they? <laughs> I. It was just I. It's not like I. It's not like I want to cause stress to my teachers. It's more of like. Don't tell me what to do because I don't want to do what you want me to do. It was more of a like that thing than um, I hate teachers, so I'm gonna spill coffee on your blouse, Mrs. X Y Z. That's not. I'm not that type of person. I'm not that mean, but I do stand for what I believed in, and the teachers there were like, they were. Draining me of my own individual essence. Wow, but yeah, that was like my character. If I feel like they are forcing some basic format to my personality, then I feel like I'm threatened by this like authoritative figure, and it just gradually grew bigger and bigger the next、um, grade. <laughs> There was this one time. I I think I was in ninth grade. I was having fun. Oh wait, no, I was in tenth grade, and it was nearing to graduation day. During the class, during our foreign language class, we we had to memorize a story and then you know recite it to the teacher. I was doing something so bad, like I was openly cheating. <laughs> Everybody was having, or rather, they were nervous for me. And what I felt was excitement and anticipation. Like, when is she gonna notice the book under the table? <laughs> when 
Am I going to be reprimanded? When, when, when? How will she look like? What will she tell me? You know, those kinds of questions came up to my mind. But then I, we all realized that the teacher will never know because I was so, so good at hiding the book, all right? But then there was this one guy that snitched on me and never have I ever felt the need to choke someone (laughs) not really like i was like a little disappointed but then it was kind of expected from him i was super shocked that it went for like two weeks i think it's two weeks excuse me um i think it was two weeks and then i got caught and then it was awkward for her but then I was like, (laughs) I was laughing. Everybody thinks that, oh shit, I'm gonna get kicked out. I'm not gonna graduate. But bro, I've already had big grades. Like, you can't give me a bad grade in order to fail me. Because in all honesty, you just have to have evidence that, you know, like what you're claiming me to do cheated my way to the top which is so not true i worked hard except for the last few weeks (laughs) until graduation because um i don't know i was super bored i was looking for some excitement but then she was like when we had a one-on-one talk she told me that she was gonna fail me so that i won't graduate and i was like why you just saw me cheat one time it's not even like um a formal exam and she told me that the snitch told her i was doing it for two weeks but then i applied logic and told her have you seen me do it for two weeks or have you just seen me a while ago do it in front of you so that's how i won the argument and it felt oh so good (laughs) it was awkward though because she was close to my family friends they're more of like acquainted so yeah i don't really mind she's old and she's gonna she's gonna expire oh oh my god what the fuck are you saying she's gonna um she has lived her life (laughs) most of her life (laughs) oh my god i'm so sorry that does sound mean though i mean but like i said she has lived a good life and i'm not waiting for her to go bye bye i'm i'm just like telling myself that so i won't feel like too bad well anyways long story short being a troublemaker is kind of fun But then a lot of people are already assuming a lot of things. So it's okay. Use that to your advantage. Surprise them. Do whatever the fuck you want. Like they said, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. But yeah, that was a really stored background story. Whatever. So living alone at 17. The things that I experienced when I went to school was that 
um, I get to wake up anytime I wanted because dorm building was just super near to the university so I was like confident that I will always make it on time even though it was like exactly 7.30 on the dot I'm still safe because I'm not late because in our school if you're late you're like given a penalty paper or ticket <laughs> and then you have to um, serve what like a minimum of three hours of community service like sweeping cleaning the bathroom I don't know wash dishes in the cafeteria it's just it's how the system works it's how they motivate us to go to school on time so I've been late a few times not because I woke up late but because the line was too fucking long and then the staff was like waiting by the gate to get our IDs so that we get you know recorded that this girl has entered the school late and thus she must um serve three hours of community service um on a sunday on a saturday depends though um which which day you decide to to do it so it was it was exciting <laughs> and i was happy because I get to also decide what food am I gonna get, what food am I gonna eat for breakfast or if I'm not gonna have breakfast at all and nobody's gonna nag at me. So that was fun. A lot of like students or classmates from the city that I was living in, they told me that they wanted to live by themselves as well. I started to go to parties when I was 17 because my parents was not there to supervise me and so I had the liberty to go out late at night, come back as early as dawn <laughs> but, but yeah, living alone is fun. The only thing that I find a disadvantage was getting sick by yourself. It was super hard because I had tonsillitis in the middle of class and I was sent to the clinic. The clinic took care of me for like what 30 minutes and then they just sent me home because I was I felt like I was gonna pass out and I explained to them where my dorm building is so they agreed to sending me home where I could feel much much more comfortable and yeah i just took my clothes off and i passed out under the blankets and i woke up what like five hours later my roommate at that time was the second roommate that i've experienced and she was a medical technician student and she was just super shocked when she saw me like red-eyed tearing up and was just like super croaky but i uh, it was <laughs> my my relationship with my second roommate was an okay civil kind of relationship where okay you do your thing i will do my thing if you're hungry i'll ask you if you're not then it's okay 
you know, it was like comfortable enough. So she was like confused if she had to take care of me. And I was like, no, you don't have to. <laughs> it's weird. So it was still the same as taking care of yourself alone. Um, so maybe like five days after, I was feeling a little better compared to the first day that I had worse fever I've felt in ages. My friends visited me and the friend group that I have that I told you people that were like super solid, yeah, they visited me and they like, they actually cooked soup which was so shocking because like what the fuck i've never had someone cook soup for me except my mom so i was really touched and i keep on replaying that memory again and again if i ever have like another fever or illness because that just kept me going my friends didn't know that i was super touched but I was super touched, super touched, like my soul was touched spiritually. <laughs> that was intense, but I do love them very much, even more so. It gets intense the more time we are friends. So I love you guys. Plus our, our friend group name, I don't know, it starts with a chell so that's like my f my first name and thanks um i really appreciate you guys if you happen to see this podcast oh god i love you and those people in my friend group are the first people that i made friends with um in my senior high and we are still together till to this day so without them, I, I wouldn't think that I would survive living alone because I do love my alone time, but I do love having people that I can talk to. So that brings up the other part um, about living alone is that you just have to surround yourself with the right people. Don't get astray don't let yourself be strayed away from the right path you know how you can feel like yo what we're doing right now it's wrong once you feel that way it means that what you're doing is not for you um because i also like met a lot of people where they're just attracted to people that loves to be in trouble and I guess if you're happy with them or if they get you, then I, who am I to tell you to stop being friends with them? But then, you know, there will always be a, a line that cannot be crossed, which is bad habits that your friends impart with you. They kind of saved me. Yeah, to be honest, not even gonna lie. <laughs> and the next thing is cooking for yourself because when i was like a newbie at living alone i used to eat outside a lot and that ate up a lot of my allowance so i didn't really manage to save a lot 
Same with the people that are from my city as well because we were like, like I said, we were new to the city, new to the university, and we haven't really established a close relationship with our classmates. So we didn't really have friends except for um, the people that we came to the city with. So we went out a lot to eat. We were having fun. And then as the months go by, we slowly stopped seeing each other or like eating outside together um, by a whole lot. Because like because we've already found our crowd and I was okay with it. I was just not like the first person to meet my group of people. Uh, so it was like kind of hard to see them not spend time with you. But then, you know, that is super normal. So another thing for living alone probably if your area is safe then you should familiarize yourself with the streets buildings people that are locals around your area because that could really really help you um because something happened that i felt like you know interacting with the people outside was super worth it there were like little kids um homeless kids and they like went near the area that i was living in and i don't know bro like they started grabbing my legs they were like rapping no it was not many it was like two kids two little boys the one kid that was wrapping um himself around my my legs he was like what he looked like he was five and then i don't know bro like maybe it's because i am not a touchy person or that i wasn't really used to men touch me i just felt weird and like harassed because i was wearing like a skirt like a short skirt so it looked like a skirt but it's it's a short underneath um i still felt harassed though so you know the the local vendors were like hey you kid get the fuck away from her i'll call the police and then they went away i was super thankful though for the guy the local vendor there because i had trouble telling kids off because i've experienced a lot of kids crying because of me and i just felt super bad and i don't want us to feel super bad again so it became like an unconscious thing for me to pull myself back from telling kids off and yeah very thankful for familiarizing the place and the people near my building i guess i could suggest you do that too so around this time i started to feel more independent and i wanted to do things that i want to do so like a subtle adulting i signed up for a gym membership because back then i was like all about fitness and like healthy food diet now i'm a new person people evolve and change now i'm just like 
eat what you wanna eat, but don't overdo it, girl, cause you don't like to exercise no more. This is like majorly influenced by the quarantine because I just got lazy. I couldn't go outside, I couldn't jog at the park, run with my dog, I don't know. It's just like I woke up, went to school, and then hope for the best that i don't look like i haven't showered for five days <laughs> and i just got lazy of taking care of myself that it bothered me i was comfortable but then it suddenly bothered me because i just noticed the state that i was in my hygiene was not good let's just say that let's not get into specifics <laughs> But let us say that her hair was in knots, itchy, and a little smelly. But anyways, nobody knows. Um, only me and you, so that's okay. Now, I do shower every two days. If I shower every day because of my scalp, my scalp is like a little weird for certain shampoo brands. So I have to be picky with the shampoos that I use. But if I also overdo with the hair washing, my scalp would start to peel and you know what? A lot of people around me tell me that I, it looks like dandruff. It hurts my feelings because it's not. It's not. I'm clean now. I'm a changed person. But it's not like they would believe me knowing the kind of personality that I have. Um, <laughs> they would always second guess everything I say. So anyways, so when you're away from home, you had to go back um, and visit the fam. That's what I did for like once a month. Um, took a bus because I didn't have a car and I didn't want a car. Oh, how much I regret not asking for a car because <laughs> I just suddenly had the urge to own a car. I know it's such a big deal. You have to go through papers. Um, you have to sign this and that. Uh, make sure that your credit is like enough to get you a car. But mm, I don't know. I just really wanted a car. I didn't want to uh, use the bus anymore because I feel comfortable now. Because I don't know. It it's just I think it's just a phase. I'm waiting for the time it stops because I think I'm not ready. But my my mind is telling me you have to have a car. But then maybe underneath that i'm just not really ready and i'm gonna regret having a car and have to pay for it for like five years and so uh living alone allowed me to invite my friends over in my room so i was like okay it was comfortable chattings everything we ate we watched they slept over the only bad thing is that boys are not allowed and so i don't really want to make the other um people in my friend group 
feel left out so i opted out from inviting my friends over and just hung out over at their place which was not bad it was great they had to clean up after us <laughs> because being a host is a little pressuring i think that's all that i have to tell you like important things of living alone i guess for my part that was very important choosing the right crowd to be around with being mindful of your budget because you don't want to fall short um during that month probably learning new skills like cooking cleaning organizing i i consider them skills because some people are just super bad at organizing stuff it just looks even more cluttered for some organizing is strategic so good for you and now my eyes are stinging because it's 11 p.m and i usually sleep at around 9 p.m and i am super tired i'm just gonna go and do the little outro that i just decided to do in the first entry so here i go <coughs> bye bye